Hello and welcome everybody to the Dope Academy podcast. I'm your host, Mona Brown. How's everybody doing out there? Please leave your information and comments in the section below. Today I have a special guest, Mr. Chris Archie (laughs) of Lionheart Youth Outreach and Real Talk um, Internet Radio. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. So what y'all might not know is that um, we're both from Woodbridge, Virginia, and we actually grew up together. We used to live <laughs> next door to each other, yeah. and we have not seen each other like in person, I don't think, right? Nah. Since we were kids. Yeah. We've talked on Facebook, you know what I'm saying, how everybody does it, but not since we were kids. So it was a little surreal, we're like, because we were kids, you know what I'm saying? But I've been watching him. I see what he's been doing out there. Um, his story is powerful, and I think he'll offer... Um, Great insight to how to move as a man, right? Yeah, of um, course. And these treacherous streets in, in 2020. So for the people who don't know you, tell tell a little bit about yourself and your background. Oh, man. Um, I was born overseas. I didn't know that, for real? Yeah. Where? St. Kitts and Nevis. Nice. So I was born overseas. Um, we came to the States when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago, from Chicago, that's when, like, we moved to D.C. From D.C., we moved to Virginia. You know what I'm saying? I've been here for, for most of my life mm-hmm. until it was time for me to go, and I moved to Maryland. So I stayed all around the DMV, for real. Um, had a bunch of brothers and sisters. What's up, Cleo? Yeah, that's my that was my my bestie when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my sister, um, Sabrina, Rita, two Kikis, there's two Chris's, my brother L.A. So we mom. Oh, I remember. Yeah, we mom. <gasps> and then on my dad's side, my my pops, he's living in Kansas. Mm-hmm. So I got a sister and three brothers up there. You almost got more siblings than I do. I got them yeah, spread out deep. everywhere. Yeah, I got we, siblings in Germany that I ain't never met before. Yeah, we deep. <laughs> for, we deep. For real. So, yeah, I got a bunch of nieces and nephews. Oh, my goodness. It's, just... it's, it's lovely, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's love. Headache, but. So, I know that um, at some point you kind of went into uh, our criminal justice system, unfortunately. I was locked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. How was that experience for you, and how did it shape the person you are today? Oh, man. It was tough, man. Like, doing time is tough. And I was actually speaking with somebody about this, like, a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. So, for me, for me, it was my educational period. It was my educational moment. Yeah, some people would be like, you crazy. Nah. Because, like, jail can either make you or break you. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. doing time can make you or break you. I was sentenced to I was sentenced to eight years and eight months. Um, twenty six years, eighteen suspended. Um, and then I had Whew. then I had um two more years for a violation. So it's ten years altogether. Um, so my charges was robbery, use of a firearm, wearing the mask, receiving a stolen property. Uh, something else. It was another charge. Receiving a, uh, some shit. It was something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the first couple of years was hard because it was like you you try to get adjusted to a system, your own system. 
of what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, am I going to make this time harder or am I going to learn? And I chose to learn. I came across a lot of older dudes mm-hmm. that uh, were locked up since the 80s. And it's kind of like you cling to them because you 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 want to understand like what they did wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what what was it that made you well, like what did you do? And all of them was getting turned down for parole because of the same thing, uh serious nature of the offense. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't come home. So it was just like, damn, man, you've been in this joint since 85, since 87. Like shit. So but for the most part, it was just like, young. Know, I just used that time to tear myself down because mm-hmm. I was angry. I was always angry. I was always doing the wrong shit, like doing stupid stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like It's easy to fall into that, too, especially when you're young. Yeah, because you don't, like, you don't need nobody to tell you to do wrong. You know how to do wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what you do. You know how to already do wrong, your environment, uh, the culture, like everything is an element. Like, my mom was addicted to drugs, mm-hmm. so I was already in the streets. I didn't have that older brother figure. So it was, the streets was, you know what I'm saying, my my refuge, my pops, he wasn't there. So it was just my mom, and my mom was gone, so it was the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had to take care of my, my younger brother. So it was just me and him. So I just knew the streets. You know what I'm saying? Um, I definitely understand that. I think that us 80s babies, right have a unique experience because yeah. we lived through Reaganomics and the crack era. Yeah. And we lived through Rafael Edmonds era in right. DC and everything like that. So it was terrible. Yeah. So it was like growing up like in shelters and you know certain situations on welfare all of that and then coming to a situation of myself like yo I got a rack of time. It's like you don't know, and mentally it's like, like telling the truth is like, I ain't with the gay shit, I ain't with all the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm about to do this time. Please just don't try me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you go into that mode like, yo, just don't try me. Mm-hmm. So I just made it, I just made it my job just to make sure I build myself up. And like I heard my mom, when I got sent, when he found me guilty, it was like I felt like I got swapped out mm. in the system because it was the victims came to court and was like, I don't even know they were black. Like it was a whole mess. But then they, just, said they couldn't identify they who couldn't it was. identify who it yeah. was. So it was like, damn, I'm going home. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But you know, I didn't. Yeah. So I just heard my mom. I was the last person to get sentenced. So I just heard my mom like still screaming when I was in the uh, bullpen. Mm. So it was like, I just got to my knees at the time and was just like, I know you real, just help me be a better man before I can make it out of here. That was like my little silent prayer to the creator. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, at the time I was still going through the religious phase of trying to find out, you know what I'm saying? Who I was, like where do I fit in? Like what's going on with me? Uh, Cause you, you cling on to the Christianity thing because of your parents, but mm-hmm. you always, it's Wonder. like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. dog, what's up with me? You know what I'm saying? This is me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I studied Judaism. I studied the five percent. They're like the nation of gods and herbs. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch Which of knowledge. Which mathematics? Well, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I studied all those, too. So, what is it, 20, what is it 22nd? 
I don't wisdom, even know. I know wisdom, they will, wisdom being they born will, in the culture freedom. They will whoop freedom. your ass yeah. if you can't answer it correctly. Wisdom, wisdom that. being born in culture freedom. There you know what I'm so, But no. Nah. Peace, God. Peace, God. Yeah, peace. <laughs> um, but no, nah, it's like I studied a lot. and um, But that came with the time, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really started to study. I studied the, the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm more of a word person than... I'm more contextual. So I wanted to know what these words meant. Yeah. Like, don't just tell me the word. I want to know what the words mean. Like, literally. So you went and cross-referenced. Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. So it was like everything. So I was that dude. And then it was like I studied Judaism. And like I engulfed myself in it. So I was going to the synagogue. I was Like when I came home, I was going to the synagogues, everything. Mm-hmm. Praying with the tefillin, everything. Because I wanted to know the religion. Mm-hmm. And then... When um, it, like it was just like Islam, just was peace. Mm-hmm. Like that just came, like that was it when it came. But do you feel like um, in the beginning, did you you purposely go and try to search for? Um, your spirituality and what would resonate with you, or did you did you start with like more so educational books, just um, feeding your brain? Not really educational books. Yeah, I started with educational books. What books did you read? Oh man, I know, I know you probably read a lot, but like, what are some that stuck out to you? Souls of Black Folks. I love read um, Malcolm X. One of I, the best ones ever. Roots. Cause like you had time, so yeah, like, you can go. It's like I gotta read this big ass book. Let me get that roots in Lord of the Rings, <laughs> you know what please. I'm so it was a big ass roots book, mm-hmm. um, and I read a rack of Marcus Garvey. Everything that I could get my hands on, revol- um, and, like referring myself to Marcus Garvey. Emancipate yourself from mental everything. Freedom. That's like what that's like can free our minds. Like that's my. I love like, Marcus Garvey. That's like my pops in the next life or something after yeah. before life. I feel you, but um. It was just like a lot of biographies and nonfiction books, like how to do this and how to do that. Because I got tired of reading the classic street novels. Because mm-hmm. you know how them joints is going to end. Like the Omar Tyree. Donald Goins. Eric Jerome Dickies. Like, you know how it kind of is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, that was getting boring. So I read uh, The Invisible Man. That's a good one. Yeah. I started reading, I started reading books. To have conversations with people, mm-hmm. the intellectual conversations, not just the street nigga conversation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, sure. like dog, you read, you read that joint, you read that. Mm-hmm. I started reading books that where you know, I educated myself. Yeah, like I ain't, I'm just, I'm not a dumb nigga. That's that's exactly what you know what I'm saying. Everyone so, should really do, in my opinion. So I had to really? break, I had to break myself down to understand like the principles of a man. Period. Like. Not what the streets taught me. What mm-hmm. What is a man? Like, a man stands up for himself. A man is supposed to honor his parents. A man is supposed to take care of a woman. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that I fell short of. Like, I didn't know how to love. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know how to love. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I had to... I'm still understanding how to love. And you understand that you have to learn to love yourself in order to first, be able to love anyone first, else. Like the heart, and, like, the toughest thing that for any man out there, man... They can contest to this. Like, when you feel like you are, like, you ain't got no money, mm-hmm. like, you ain't at ease with yourself. You ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you not, <laughs> it ain't nothing good when you broke. When that you know stomach growling. Hey, listen. Mm. When you feel like that, like, dog, nah, I ain't I ain't cool right now. Leave me alone. I feel you. But I also learned that, like, for, for me, 
Like I deal with my problems differently. I mean, it may not be different, but I just deal with my problems in a unique way. Like I try to isolate myself from people, mm-hmm. not, not to carry them, but it's like to get me straight. Yeah. Like, cause I don't want my vibe or my energy to affect other people. To That's be, how you know I am. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to, to, right to rub a off you. Like, so it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to carry you. I don't want you to feel like that. But it's like, I got to work on me first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to be selfish in the moment. So I learned that about myself. I learned um, a lot of my relationships, um, like all of them, like male and female, like, you know what I'm saying? My friendships. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was beginning to put myself out there too much. And trust too much when I knew at the end of the day, a lot of them wasn't going to be trusting or the same as I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like I learned a lot about myself. Yeah, like you, you, I had you to detach. Yeah, it's man. mature. Mm-hmm. And so now what has helped me is to understand like, bruh. My maturity level, I don't I don't mean to say this in a disrespectful way. It's different but people, than everybody else's. But people can relate that understands what I'm about to I say. I understand. I already know what you're gonna say. When you reach a certain level in your maturity, mm-hmm. certain shit just don't make sense to you no exactly. more. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I know. Dog, I don't wanna do this. Yeah. This like, is why? Like, like this is not benefiting my life. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like going there. In you fact, it's putting my life at risk. Yeah, and so, then it's so, like so now it's like you gotta facts. Like now it's like you gotta you gotta be selfish mm-hmm. with yourself. You have to be. So it's like being incarcerated, man, it taught me it just taught me myself. That's why I say like the eight years and eight months that I did, it taught me me. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't have like I wasn't faced with everything that you know what I'm saying, like a lot of people had. I was faced with me. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. Um you know what I'm saying? So I was able to move. I just, I went to school while I was locked up. I went to school because they offered, like, the federal, at the time, the federal grant, uh, the federal government was offering, like, classes if you meet a certain criteria. Like, mm-hmm. if you were sh- under five years, if you were, um, like, nonviolent, like, super, like, rapes or murders and stuff like that, you could go to school. So I took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of my college credits I got while I was locked up. I so, commend you for that, though. Yeah, like, it was about educating, because I told myself I didn't want to come home the same way I went in. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a certified plumbing trade. I did a lot of college work. I did a lot of... that's how, The real talk actually came from me being locked up. Oh, really? Yeah. And we're going to get into that in just a second. Right now, I want to take some time to shout out the viewers who are watching right now. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Um, Van Fisher, thank you. Um, Van Fisher said our voices are so soothing. <laughs> hey, Kita. Hey, Boo. What's up, Brim? What's up, um, Kevin, O'Dallas, Ray, The Truth, and Mark, everyone who's watching right now. Make sure you share that um, to your Yeah, I'm just sharing right followers. now myself. <laughs> So um, we're going to definitely hit on Real Talk Radio in a little bit, but one of the things that has really impressed me about you is that, you know, you have come home and you started an uh, outreach program. Yeah. Lion and can Heart, you tell man. me about that? Well, uh, shout out to everybody, man, that just supports me, especially mm-hmm. you, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Lionheart, man, Lionheart Youth Outreach Incorporated, it came into existence when I was locked up. All everything that I'm doing now, it was uh manifested manifested. There mm-hmm. we go. There we go. Manifested yeah. when I was incarcerated. So 
I just wanted my vision was my vision and my purpose was to not was to help kids to understand life as I understood it and to help them not make the same mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You always want kids to be better than what you than what you yeah what you, you know did. what I'm saying. So it's mm-hmm. like, dog, take my life, take me as an example. Like, you don't want to go down. Like, this don't road. go down here because mm-hmm. it's like dog, you acting how I was. Mm-hmm. You trying to live a life that dudes that I know was living. They may not be here no more. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, let me show you something different. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where Lionheart came from, and like the main f- and the people that I have around me, they not yes men and women. They're people that I know that's going to tell me nah, like I don't think we're going to do this. Let's do it this way, mm-hmm. and I value their opinions and I respect them. And it's a diversified. My board is a diversified team. Like I have a diversified, solid team. And I shout out my team all the time mm-hmm. because it's like, without them, there's no me for real. You know what I'm saying? Like they help me. Mm-hmm. Like they help me um, really be the good leader that I am, and I'm, and I commend them. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen that you guys have done like trash pickup. You've done um, the coat drive, which you guys can see back here. Please donate any coats you have. They're doing a yeah, coat winter please. drive right now. I also see that you've done. Um, basketball tournaments because yeah. um, I always see like you and Mookie uh, what's up Mookie um, I see you with people up, from homes? Woodbridge you know what I'm saying and y'all are giving back to the community in that way and I think that's really really dope are there any other things you do um, well this is it? my time to call them out okay go ahead call yeah. them out no y'all hey look I don't care how you feel <laughs> I don't care how you feel when I say what I'm about to we say we don't care man they be faking man a lot of them be faking <laughs> tell the truth all right. I ain't gonna get up here stunting. Tell the truth, shame devil. Yeah, hey, listen, they be faking, man. They do support me, however, um, you know, by sharing some, like sharing a post, or just trying to tell other people that may need mentoring, their kids mentoring. They do support me that way. But get involved more. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the reasons, like for the, like you said, the um, my highway, my adopt the highway pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, once I found out that was free and how to do it, I just did it. I have 3.17 miles starting from the Georgetown Village sign in Dumfries all the way up to Woodbridge, mm. um, up Route 1. But one of the reasons why I did it that way is because my way of thinking was, dog, I grew up here, right? So I'm right here by Georgetown Village. Mm-hmm. I know a rack of dudes that live exactly. here. It's like, young, y'all could come out for five or six minutes, ten minutes or whatever and just show face Mm -hmm. for the community. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I was thinking. And there's a lot of people that I grew up with that I just be like, young, you could just come out there, pick up, and then roll. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that shows, like, that's the appreciation. I understand it's timing. You know what I'm saying? Timing. The COVID situation, everything. Time and COVID. You know what I'm saying? Ego so, is usually what it is, though. So it's, it's just like... ego that they know about. Sometimes you have to kill your ego to be able facts. to do other things. And not everybody is at that level yet. Exactly. And then it's like, I also came to the realization that what I'm doing just may not interest them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like one day it may. Yeah. Like, the one day they may catch on. Like, mm-hmm. damn, he was doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. Or, damn, I could have went out there and did that. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um... But I'm not going to stop. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to stop. Like, the first time, the very first time I did the highway, adopt the highway pickup, I was the only person out there. And I put it out months in advance. But I was the only person out there. So, like, I do this because I have a passion for it. You know what I'm saying? Not because it's a show or 
I just put out a flyer saying I did this, I did that. No, I do it because I legit have a passion. Like my heart is to give him back any way that I can. When is your next um, pickup? Do you know? It might be next month because we got to do two. But um, I kind of was, I was, I was procrastinating because mm-hmm. they're fabricating my sign to go on the side of the highway. So I was like. I'm not doing nothing until I get my sign. Yeah, you're waiting. <laughs> yeah, but it was, but at the same time, I wind up like not being able to get uh the two things. Like I wasn't able to get my other one. So um, but but everything is good. And Mookie with the basketball, I do a charity basketball game. It was every December. Mm-hmm. And uh Mookie, Demetrius Felder, that was uh one of the one of the people who really helped me in that way and came through because mm-hmm. um, he works at a middle school, a local middle school, and he was able to integrate like the basketball game with the multicultural day that they had mm-hmm. at the school. Mm-hmm. And so I came up with the concept. He bought the idea to me and it was just like I ran with it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, we can, I can call it first responders madness where it's giving back to the community because I want all of the first responders, ex-military, doctors, lawyers, police officers, firefighters, whoever, mm-hmm. to come and play against my squad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever whoever I want to play or whoever hits me up and be like, yo, bro, I'm trying to play. And if I know you could play, come on. Yeah. So it's like we do it that way. So he helped me, and um, I got to give a shout-out to him for that. Um, so um, I need to talk about a comment that's in the comments. Well, first of all, I want to tell you, when you do have the date for your um, pickup mm-hmm. for next month or the month after, please let me know because I'm going to bring a crew. I'm already right. I'm committed to do that. With, Thank I, you. I'm very active in the community down here, and I already know <laughs> I already know people that are like, yep, we're, we're good. That's we're a bet. good. So, so we're going to definitely do that. Um, but Van Fisher said, is there a link or a website with more information about the coat drives and cleanup? Because she can't, um, he or she, I'm sorry, can't really read the number in the background because it's on the picture. Okay. Um, you can go, uh, Mr. Fisher or Mrs. Fisher, I'm sorry. Um, you can actually go to the website, um, which is lionheartyouthoutreach.org. And um, I have a I have the picture up there. Um, you can go to the web page. I mean, the f- Facebook, Instagram, Lionheart Youth Outreach. Um, it's up there. And I'll, I'll post <clears throat> that actual picture on the podcast page as soon as this podcast wraps and up. And you know too. the crazy part, like everything I do when I was talking today, mm-hmm. like everything that I do with Lionheart, I do with my own money. Like, that's how you're supposed to do it. That's the only way I can. It's like, yeah, somebody says, I have, like, Phil Acosta, mm-hmm. like, big up to Phil. What's up, Phil? You know what I'm saying? Like, my man, every year, his company, they donate $500 Dope. every year since I started in 2017. Dope. He's came through with the donation. Um, I had I had a couple other people donate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I appreciate it. And, like, I show, like, I appreciate it. But it's like, Everything else, though, I like. I think about it. I do it, and it's just so it's so wonderful having certain people like Tron, my shirt man, him and his company. Like whenever I needed shirts for the basketball or just think of an idea, mm-hmm. he like let me know. I got you. Yeah, and I know I can go to him. Um, another dude that's on um, that's on my uh, board. He's starting to do get into the shirt thing too. So 
it's like like it's it's wonderful, man. Um the thing that I've learned is like if you if you want to do something special or for the community or you know, even like potting, you yeah. know how it is, building an audience and it takes time yes, or whatever. The people who are supposed to be there will be there in those moments when they're and supposed that's to be a there. Whole fact. And even if people don't support or whatever, sometimes people don't support because they, they're waiting for other people to support you. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's on them. That's not how I am, but that's how people are. And you just have to keep in the back of your head that it's not really about you and it's not about them. So right. they will come when the time is right. And of course, it just always works out. Like the right people come in your life when they're supposed to come in there. You know what I'm saying? And, and another great person that I, a great couple of great people that I've, I was able to, I've known, but I, we were able to like talk a little bit more mm-hmm. like Daryl Overton. Um, he has, you know, he's the coach at freedom, mm-hmm. but he's a real good friend. And um, we're able to, I'm able to reach out to him mm-hmm. and just bounce ideas from him too because he's doing a wonderful thing with the community as far as getting kids scholarships, like really putting in time, like his whole staff, the whole Playmakers Elite staff, shout out to them. Like they're able to just like help kids, bro. Like that's what it's about. That's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Like just helping the kids, helping the youth. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's 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 some other people out there like Interstate Snake, uh my man Safi. What's up, Interstate? Yeah, man. Like like you know, it's I he know was one I'm, of my first guests. Like one I know I'm them. forgetting a lot one of other of people. Them. Please don't, you know, charge it to my thoughts, not my heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But it's like, yo, like I'll be wanting to come bring the city together. Like, let's do something to bring the city together type thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. I'm about the community service. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the dude, like, I try to use all my platforms, like, any way I can. The code drive, about the code drive. Yeah, talk about that for a second. If y'all can hear me, this, (laughs) all right, I I call it a coat collection. You know what I'm saying? Because I just, I'm collecting coats, and what we're going to do is wash them, and and we're hand delivering them ourselves to the homeless. Like once, like December 18th, December 9th, like 18th or the 20th, mm-hmm. all the coats that we accumulate that are washed, we're going to separate them sizes and we're taking them out DC, Virginia, and we're hand delivering them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, one thing that I told everybody and everybody that know me, like you better not pull out your phone. Like when it's like giving it, like when we give these coats, mm-hmm. like I don't like that. Like because it's like don't don't take a picture of these homeless people, bro. Like that's not what we're here for. Is it about you or is it exactly. about the movement? So it's like, like they always listen. Look so at it's it. like young. Like I want we could take a picture before, we could take a picture after. Mm-hmm. Like we could take a picture of the bags that we, you know what I'm saying, like before and all of that. But don't you you don't you bust out your phone? I'm gonna be mad as hell. Yeah. Because it's not about that, bro. Like like young don't. Don't glorify you doing a deed that you should be doing anyway. Ah, talk about it. See what I'm saying? Like, don't don't glorify that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up, Joe, Dante, Carlisha? Like, so Cora. like, so that's the coat drive. Like, I like it's getting cold out there. Yeah, and then it's, it gives you a chance to clean out your closet too. Some of the old coats that your kids can't fit. Some of them coats that you ain't never wore before, or you ain't even thinking about wearing. Like, think about somebody else around this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I see it. You know what I mean? So. We just had a coat no. drive here in Fredericksburg that was really successful. Shout out to um, Jackson, Fredericksburg Freedom Initiative. Um, but 
I I commend everyone who's doing that because all you have to do is like see how some of these days have been already. Mm-hmm. Like some of, some of the days is like crucial as far as cold. And think about if you did not have anywhere to stay and you didn't even have a coat. Like it's so it's such a small thing to be able to do. You ha- and most people have coats in their closet that they don't use. And you have coats in your garage yeah, that you're not like, even using. Like you, so you got easy. a coat. Like I bet you, everybody that's watching and listening right now, you got a coat that's like six, seven years old, three years old that you ain't never touched before, mm-hmm. and it's just sitting there. So it's like that coat could go to somebody that needs that it. needs it. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I think. I think, I think like when it's go time, it's go time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not about me. It's it's about being selfless. You know what I'm saying? Not selfish mm-hmm. on on that aspect. You know what I mean? Because it's like. The way that I look at uh, another way that I look at things is like Allah bless you. You don't know he might bless you oh, with. We got some donations in the comments. Thank you. Like he might bless you with extra time to your life. Shit, I'm saying like he might give you an extra hour, extra minute, extra couple years, like mm-hmm. just for you doing this one good deed. You know what I'm saying? Like he might bless your kid, mm-hmm. like just by you doing something as simple as donating a coat. And I also believe that you it makes I mean? you feel better, so that elevates you. The less stress exactly. you have, the happier you are. That adds life to you. So all around, whether from a spiritual standpoint, mm-hmm. from a just a regular human standpoint, it's good to give back to the community. And why would you not want to? I mean, especially places you grew up. Like, right. I don't it's, understand that. <laughs> it's like a lot of people talk that this is where I'm from. I represent my hood shit. But when it's time to put on for your hood, mm-hmm. what are you doing after yeah, stop fighting after over the neighborhoods camera. that like you don't after even the camera. own, but you won't help out the like neighborhood. After the camera go off, what the hell are you doing? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like After that camera go off, ain't nobody taking a picture of you. what you're doing with your hood. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What are you doing to effectively be that pillar in your community? Like Talk about it. Like I know, like I, like I said, I know a lot of guys, you know what I'm saying, that do good things in their community. Brim, mm-hmm. he, he do like the fish fries and all yeah. of that. You know what I'm saying? Like What's up, Brim? Like, young, these are just people that I know just, just thinking. That's what they do for their hood. Mm-hmm. Like I said, please charge it to my charge it to my thoughts, not my heart. If I missed you, but it's like young, we just got to come together. In my in my opinion, in my opinion, um, just to if we all can come come together and formulate different like a team, mm-hmm. we can cover more ground than just individually. You know what I'm saying? Like we could do so more, so much more. Like it ain't no, it shouldn't be no pride sitting at the table nope. talking about how we can help the community. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I do this, a non-profit, I don't get paid for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't get paid for a non-profit. You know, I, I do but this because do. I love it. You get paid I get, in a I get, different my reward, way. My reward is knowing that I, 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 I had an effect on a kid. Mm-hmm. Like a kid looked up to me in a, in a positive light. Like all the wrong that I've done, like once I meet a kid that says, "Yo, I just need your help. I just need you to talk to me," or however it goes, that was my reward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think about where I came from, like all of the negative stuff. I just think about the positive stuff, like helping these kids. And like, like I said, man, I got kids. I got two boys. So it's like, regardless of our me and the mother's situation, I just know I want that connection with my son. To teach him, and set an example for you know what, what the saying? kids should like, do. To teach him, mm-hmm. like so. Um, I mean, the way I look at it, like with all the activism I've done, with things I've done in the community, with everything I do, I look at it like, yeah, it's cool to have money. It's cool to, you know, of course we want to live lavishly, whatever, because that's what we're in a capitalist society. It, it almost mm-hmm. programs you to do that. 
But um, I've seen people die before, and they never talk about their money. You when a person's on their deathbed, they never talk about their money. They talk about relationships and things like that with family, friends. So everything I do, <clears throat> I have to ask myself, like, what is this going to mean to a legacy? Is Facts. what I'm doing going to help people in the future, or, or am I being selfish? Is everything I'm doing about me? And I don't ever want to do things out of selfishness. I don't, because it really means shit. It don't mean nothing. At the end of the day, when you're really about to, you know what I'm saying, go to your creator, mm -hmm. you're not going to be thinking about, oh, yeah, I was the best, you know, blah, blah, blah. Basketball player. Money. Yeah, like, you're not going to think about that, because I've seen people on their deathbed and they don't talk about that at all. So, so one of the things back. one of the things that like I Aww. think about like one of the things that I think about that I don't tell a lot of people like I think about the end game. I think about like my end game. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know how I'm gonna go. I don't know when I'm gonna go. I just think about like trying to make things right. Like as much as you can, as much as I can, here. you know what I'm saying to who I can, as much as I can. Like I think about trying to make those relationships right. Like dog, I apologize if you think I took it this way or if this that, and the third. Listen, I'm sorry mm -hmm. because it's like I just want to go with like a pure heart. You know what I'm saying? Like as much as I can, much as I can. Like I want to just be able to go knowing that like everything was straight. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, cause mm -hmm. you don't know how you, how you gonna go. Just like the boy Mo three, he, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I told my girl, I was like, you know, listen, we gonna talk about bro, that. Bro, look, too. I told my girl, I was like, dog, look, I was so scared, like, and nervous, cause I just started thinking about death. I had to take a shower. Mm. Like, I had to go take a shower and just start praying. Like, I had to go really just start talking because it's like, yo, you born to die, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, in the real scheme of things, like, we talking honesty, it's like, you're born to die. But it's like, what have you done in between time? But I'm going to show you how it all ties in, even talking about the Mo3 thing. So, the more you give to your community, the more the community is not, is not strained, right? Right. Um, so, if everybody would give to the community, the communities wouldn't be as strained as they are, right? What's going on right now, what I truly believe... Um, it's robin season and for if you don't know what that means when when the world is hurting usually people of color and poor communities are in devastation mm -hmm. right because of just things that are set up so when america's sick or america catches a cold the hood is has the flu mm -hmm. that's what you know people say so it becomes robin season which means their stomachs are hurting. People going to rob. People going to do whatever they can to provide for their family. That's why I think all these celebrities are being hit mm. because we are in a pandemic and people don't have money. Mm. So girls are being used to set up rappers. You know what I'm saying? It happens, but it's happening a lot right Bruh, now. Like last night. Need a butcher, little Boosie. Yeah. And, I mean, it's crazy. You Look, know? last night is so crazy, right? Because I stay in Northeast. Mm -hmm. So last night, right Beside our apartment, dog, it was just like their mamas was going stupid out there. I'm yeah. talking about you just hear a car and just gunshots, yeah, gunshots, multiple gunshots. Then you hear another car, more gunshots. I was just like, bro, this is crazy. It's crazy, but it's like the world we live in. So it's like, like instances, instant instances like that, like 
bro, like you don't know, bro. Like you, you try to live your life the best you can. You try to live it the freest you can, but you just don't know. You know what you I'm don't. saying? Like Van said, this is so inspiring. I really needed this. Thank you guys for being good humans. The world needs more people like you too. Thank you very much. The the world needs people like you as well. And everyone um, can give back and do what they can no for question. sure. So um, we're going to talk about the Gucci versus Jeezy. So we're talking about hip hop. But before that, I want you to shout out your <laughs> podcast. Hey, real talk, man. Hey, listen. Real Talk Radio, man. Internet radio. We on every Thursday night, 7.30. Well, not every Thursday. Let me rephrase that. Almost Thursday. Almost every Thursday. Mm -hmm. But it's 7.30, man. Uh, Rhythmics Radio. You can and check you us out. Stream, me and my boy, Safi. You stream uh, live from Facebook. We stream right? live from Facebook, and we're also on like the internet. Mm -hmm. um, like doing, You can hear us live like doing our stuff. So like our setup is like internet radio that can turn into a podcast. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. you can go back and watch whatever, whatever you, did. you didn't know. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty dope, man. Me and my boy Safi, man. Um, shout out to Safi. Shout out, Mav. I love that name. <laughs> like, it's a dope name. Like I said, it, that was birth, birthed when I was locked up. Mm -hmm. Because um, one of the counselors was like, we told her, like, man, this stuff is boring. You know what I'm saying? Because it was. It was. Mm -hmm. So... She made me, she told me to put together a group, any group that I wanted. We talk about whatever. So I'm like, all right, bet I'm going to call it Real Talk. And I swear to goodness, every Friday, the joint was successful. Because it was a time for men to just come in there and vent about whatever. Mm -hmm. Talk about realism. Like, no judgment, ain't no, you talk how you wanted to talk, leave it right there. Like, and it was, it was pretty dope. So... When this situation came to me, I was like, dog, I was looking at other I was looking at other people, you know what I'm saying? Like doing podcasts. Podcasts mm -hmm. are popping up. Mm -hmm. Podcasts are jumping. They really popping up now. Yeah, so like, I was, everybody's getting a podcast. So I was sitting there like, bro, <laughs> I was like, dog, I want to do one. But I want it to be informative. You know what I'm saying? So I try to make it as informative as I can, trying to bring different social issues onto the radio. Like uh mental health. Uh, yes, the, I like that. Like um, the Dumfries. Yeah, recently. so I reached out. Now, everybody think I'm crazy. I reached out to the KKK a couple times mm -hmm. because I want... Conversation. I want that conversation. Mm -hmm. I want that sit-down. And I'll be figuring, like, just like you know how, like, sometimes you go into your creative mode, like, who else but me? Mm -hmm. Who but me Who's going to do, do it? Yeah. Like, yo, who else can do this but me? So it's kind of like, I feel like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, like, Prince William County, I reached out to them. They've getting back. They're getting back to me. Um, so we can sit down and talk about how they can help with the communities and stuff like that, bridging, help bridging the gap. You know what I'm saying? Like helping us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I try to talk to different people. Um, well, my but, girl Makora said that she is a fan of your internet show already. I hey, didn't even know she know you. Cora Cora's a fan. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah, so y'all make sure y'all check him out and tune in. Um, you know, I only support certain podcasts <laughs> yeah, yeah his is one of them um and i do like, like I've, I've done a podcast collab with yeah. um uh wealth health and love podcast whl mm. podcast and off out of baltimore they're those are my homeboys they're dope but um it's not that i don't like everybody's podcast it's just i like podcasts that we can shoot the shit and talk about like hip hop, but you right. want it. But that podcast also, some episodes covers real shit because I don't want right. to just be 
um, sitting there talking, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it's cool and all, but I can only do surface conversation for so long. Right. Um, but let's do some surface conversation right okay, now. Okay. To end okay. It out. So of course we have to talk about it because I'm a hip hop head, I'm a music head. He loves hip hop as well. Yeah. And everyone who is in that community, we know that we had the Gucci Jeezy battle this week. So, oh, what's up, brother? Brother just um, started watching. Um, okay, so, <laughs> all right. So I've I've read Gucci's autobiography just to remind myself of everything that had happened. Or whatever. So I was like, well, they must have really sat down and talked for you know. They had to. Like my opinion about that, my honest opinion is Yeah, let's hear what you got to say. Like my honest opinion is they they had to before this had a mediator. Mm -hmm. Somehow, some way. Like I done seen a lot of people say, uh, you know, I wouldn't have sat in the same room, uh, would a nigga try to kill me, blah blah blah. But then I I sat back. I really took the time to sit back. This Mm -hmm. is just like I said, this is my opinion. This is me. Jeezy put it, they say, you know, put a hit out on him. But Jeezy never said he did. He, exactly. If you really, if, if you, you listen really want, to the song, if you listen the to the chain. song, he said the chain. Yep. He said, I got 10 bands on his chain. Which everybody was snatching chains back then. Remember that? But see, and then I listened to it. He said, I got 10 bands on his chain. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But long story short. So his man took it upon himself. And died. You're a critical it, thinker. So like, listen. I, I'm, I've so been he thinking died. Too. Yeah. So then it's like, why would I feel some type of way? I killed your man. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like you said that in a song, he came and he's not here no more mm-hmm. for self-defense reasons. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking like, I was thinking on Jeezy's aspect too of the whole battle. Bro, you just signed a big deal to Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Like you knew that song because he had that. You you get the list. They get You got to get a list to the other person to show what's going on. You have to submit the list. So you knew that song was on the list. He said he knew it. Yeah, he knew it was yeah, coming up. he agreed that he so could do it. He Exactly. So you got to sit through that. You know so what I'm saying? So what do you think? Okay, to me, it reflected a lot on Jeezy's part, too. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, but he just sent somebody to kill him. But I'm like you. If you really look at the situation, even Gucci's book, if you read it, he Jeezy never said, maybe people believe that, but he said what he said, and his man took it upon himself, and unfortunately, Fact. he died. Okay, boom. In in Gucci's defense, somebody trying to kill you, you gotta. You got if he ain't had that gun, if he if if Gucci ain't had a gun, he he wouldn't wouldn't be here. here. He wouldn't be here. See what I'm saying? So it's like. So I understand the animosity, but the fact that he even showed up shows me that okay, there's some growth there on Gucci's part. Jeezy, I see a lot of growth because he really could have said, well, if you're gonna play the truth, he could have played those stage trapped. You see what I'm saying? He didn't. And look at how he's been lately. So he Mm -hmm. has grown in different ways, and you don't know. Maybe he talked. Maybe he's done an apology. I seen the joint. I seen the next day. I seen the Breakfast Club interview, Mm. what he did with the Breakfast Club, and he was like, "Yo, I knew the song was coming up." Mm -hmm. He said, "You know what I'm saying? Like he basically he was saying he knew the song was coming. He was like, I could have took it a different way." He said I could have went to the stage, you know what I'm saying? But he was like, nah. which would have just elevated it. And it would have been like, fire. Nah, and it's fire. Like, he said I can't let another grown man get me mad. I can't mm-hmm. give you that reaction. So it's like, bro. And then I said something. I made a post on social media saying everybody said this, but you know your man telling. And you, and you, oh, cool, he told, him. And you cool. And you still cool with him. So that means the same thing. Like Jeezy Ed, they had their little dispute 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. He killed that man. So that man is no longer here. Mm-hmm. I'm not 
I'm not gonna beef with you because I don't know if you sent the hit or you didn't send the hit. Whatever happened, your man's not this here. Brim talking about the monster don't gotta talk shit on live. What are you talking so, about? So so then it's like, <laughs> but then it's like with Gucci, like young yeah, Gucci said, you know, all right, uh, you know, thank you for extending the olive branch. I accept that. So even if he just, you know, it's it's growth. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I didn't like when Gucci Man said we smoking. Uh, what is Pookie Pookie Loke? Yeah. And I'm going to send him back. You send another one. I'm going to send him back. He away. said, send three more. But <laughs> I understand also the industry and the streets. So he had to do something to let people know, yeah, I'm in the room with him. But I'm still, but I'm still this sweet. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still yeah. this way. But I don't think for it's a second image. that Gucci wants to kill Jeezy right now. Like everybody's nah. like, oh, no. Nah. I, I think he has an image to maintain. He has grown. Gucci's grown a lot too. You know what I'm saying? And it's also ways. it's also the cronies and the yes and say men yes. that you have behind you. Like if you got real stand up men behind you, like dog, if it's 15, 20 years and y'all and he's telling you like, look, I ain't with all that man. These kids, they seen us do this, that, mm-hmm. and the third. This is a chance for us to mend this and get it straight. Like young, that's that time you gotta have that grown man conversation with your like whoever is behind you. Exactly. And be like, dog, let that shit go. You know what I'm saying? That's 15, mm-hmm. 20 years. All right, look, you ain't got to be super buddy-buddy doing songs, but you can let it go. And one life has been lost, so why do we have to have other lives be lost? Like, it could have got real ugly. Like, Gucci had the whole security team strapped up, you know what I'm saying, out there. Oh, so, <laughs> so it was look, like... Bro, he's been, he been ready to talk about this joint. So, so, Brim said, Jeezy didn't have to respond. He sent the hit. Gucci didn't do nothing in 15 years. So, to get on live to talk shit... Gucci's supposed to be streets. Why talk shit on live? Because that was like his opportunity. Who are you talking about? No, I'm saying like live, like doing that little thing. So my oh, th- he's saying that Gucci ain't okay. okay so my thing is oh, okay. that was the time for Gucci to basically get it off his chest. Exactly. That was, he needed to get that off his chest. Like nigga, yeah, you did that 15 years yeah. ago, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Because mm-hmm. Jeezy told him he was like, young, it's been 15, 20 years, and you still on that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Gucci felt like he had to sun him a little bit. A little bit. But I understand it. And but I it, understand Jeezy being like, you know what? Go ahead. Take like, that. Because I know I'm a man. Yeah, because like uh, two people, it takes two people to argue, you know? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like, like Jay said, you know, you know, people from a distance can't tell, can't who tell who's who. who. If you are both arguing, like two fools arguing, like, dog, I'm going to let you argue by yourself. Like, young, I got kids to look after. Well, and that's I what commend I, them for doing it because I, I think that we need more of that. Right now, hip hop is out of control um, as far as the youth See, in the, the community. The, well, the, well, you know, it's a reflection. Like, no, nah, these the bombers. So listen, like these bombers. The codes are gone. <laughs> these bombers right here, like in the community, like, y'all still beefing. Like you said it earlier, y'all beefing over a place where your mama renting that. Where you don't even own. Y'all don't own none of the street signs. Y'all don't. Un, y'all just grew up there. Y'all grew up there and somebody else is owning your property mm-hmm. but you killing another man because he's from somewhere else or you just don't like this or you just don't like that and then you go after you get a dub or a life sentence you looking stupid like damn why I do that singing shoulda coulda woulda ah, damn young I shoulda just left it alone or whatever and then a lot of these kids scared to get an ass whooping period nigga they ain't got hands they can't fight if you can't fight stop talking let it go. Talk about it. Like, because your man ain't going to do nothing but get you beat up too. Like, leave it alone. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how I view it. No, nah, because we came, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We grew up in an era where you, 
you gonna fight. You got to fight. You gotta fight. Mm-hmm. One way or another, you ain't gonna keep just running home, getting beat up. No, you gotta fight. Mm-hmm. At least they're gonna respect you. Yeah, you got your ass whooped, but they're gonna respect but gonna, you because you, you stood it. up. But they're scared to even get beat up. They scared to so, get touched. So, yeah, to touch. They scared to get touched. <laughs> you, that's you know what it is? They don't, you don't see kids slap boxing anymore. Bruh, Remember, you should, people used to be Open chest, <laughs> open chest, all that. Like, yeah. <laughs> y'all don't do none of that. Like, the that's culture, the like, the culture. Like the culture, all these us, I say us, like the older generation, like dog, it's kind of like our fault in a sense. Failed them a little Because bit. it's like the culture is becoming demasculate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like demasculated because it's like these bam, super skinny jeans, mm-hmm. like everything, bro. Like, oh my goodness. But I mean, we can only do so much. I, but I don't know like, though. Okay, so I know I know what you're what you mean about the de-emasculation um, de- of men. I get that, but I'm gonna tell you something right now. DC got some of the hardest gay gangs. Like the the men, they I ain't trying fighting, to run into them. I, they, they got it. Fighting. So, <laughs> they got so I don't know if it's that or if it's just like you said. Like you don't grow up. You don't grow up scrapping anymore. You don't grow up slapping. Today's boxing. kids grow up soft. Yeah, I think they it's grow just up soft. soft. Like dog, I don't never see a lot of kids outside like we used to. They in the house playing video games. They doing all this old extra stuff. Back in the day, we had to go outside. Our parents Until kicked us out. Until the street lights came on. Our parents on. kicked us out. Yes. So we had to find something to Carry do. Carry your ass you know outside with all that noise. You feel me? <laughs> so that's that's why everybody... Listen, that's why everybody that got kids... That's why y'all grocery bill high as hell because you ain't kicking your kids outside. Oh, that's true. That's my son be eating up the grocery. Yeah, he listen. They don't do shit, but play that video game, Fortnite, <laughs> Call of Duty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that, that's just my opinion. You know, I'm just talking trash. Keita said, it's all about being grown men and moving on. If you harbor bad energy and feelings, it will in the long run hinder your growth. Fact. They are about their business only. Jeezy has moved on. Yeah. I agree. That's a, that's a fact. You At some point, you, you come to that conclusion, like, what's the point? Like, what's the point? It's not helping me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I told somebody that I worked with, I was like, yeah, you got to look at it as from a business-minded standpoint. Jeezy, you in a place, in a predicament, like a situation where you can start putting these other rappers on. Exactly. So just say, for instance, they mend it. He can send features Gucci way mm-hmm. to get him... Higher than what he is, you and know what Gucci saying? is. I mean, low key, Gucci is running everything down Young, south. Like he's because he done put a lot of people on. Fujiano, he's responsible for so many. So he done put there. Nicki Minaj, Migos, Young Thug. Like he done put a rack Young of people Thug. on. <laughs> yeah, a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he has that influence. Mm-hmm. And like Atlanta won that whole joint when they played that so icy joint. The joint that originated the beef. And then they went to the compound after. Together. I don't know if y'all have ever been to the compound, but I have. And the fact that they went to get like that's Together. that's huge. Like I don't so, know if everybody wanted them to like hug and care. like that's what what happened. I was disappointed at, in the battle, not because of that, and I thought that was great. I was disappointed because I wanted to choose their songs. They they were horrible with song selections, in my opinion. I really don't think they played what they could play, almost to the point where I felt like both of them are setting themselves up for another battle. They might. I, I was thinking they was playing double dutch. That's what I was sitting there thinking. That like, their like song how, selection was like not Gucci good to go me. first, then Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? Like play this or well, yeah, you do. You do you know offense I mean? and defense. I've watched every right. every versus battle. It's, that's how it works. But to me, they left a lot of yeah. like Jeezy didn't play. My president's black. What? Fact. 
But he ain't had to. Only thing he had to do was play one on one though. A Gucci ain't play Freaky Girl. What? Hey, listen, only thing Jeezy had to play was that one on one. Yeah, that's it. He killed them with. Every, listen, every song with that one on one, the man smoked. Love motivation, man. Look, but at the end, he of the played day, all there though. That's my shit with Bankroll Fresh. So I believe Jeezy won musically. Definitely, you agree? Definitely. All right, y'all, let us know in the comments. Musically, you definitely Jeezy think won because I do. Jeezy won, man. Musically, um, yeah. but I think the culture won at the end. You know what I'm saying? Just to have that long feud going, that's like almost like the Jay and Nas joint. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you needed them to to come together. Like you needed that. You and they said saying? that in the, they said in Atlanta, kids in middle school were beefing because based of, on their beef. Exactly. Like that's crazy. So hopefully now, you know what I'm saying, we 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 may not ever really understand what they did by doing that, but that may have saved somebody's life. You know Facts. what I'm saying? You don't know. So Anyways, thank you so much for being here today. Thank I really appreciate no, it. And you guys, make sure you check out Lionheart Outreach. Well, Youth Outreach, for sure. Um, donate, contribute, please, volunteer, please, all that please. good stuff. Um, like you you want to like, know what to do in your community? Here's something right I'm here. I'm telling you, man. Like, Listen, if you want to know what you can do to help, man, please go to Lionheart Youth Outreach Incorporated, like the page on Facebook, we on Instagram. Like you can send a message to me, I'll get it. Um, I check the messages um, daily, frequently. As soon as I get them, I check them and and I can get back with you. Um, we have a phone number. It should be on the bottom of the uh, thing. I wind up getting numbers so much. Um, so, oh, you know what? I think I can find it right. Yeah, now. it's like two four zero six eight five eighteen ninety three. I think that's it. Is it on the Coke Collection joint? Yeah, two four zero six eight five eighteen ninety three. That's it. Mm -hmm. So if you got a, you could text the number. Um, we'll get it, and I can get. I will get right back with you, or somebody from my team will get back right with you and I'll let you know. Um, we'll send a flyer to you. Whatever you can do, man. Um, this is not, like I said, this is for those in need this winter, man. Gloves, coats, socks, whatever extra that you have that you don't use, that you don't utilize no more. Like you ain't even gotta wash it, bro. We gonna come. Just tell me where to help. Like tell me where to come get it, and I'm gonna come get it, pick it up, and we gonna wash everything and donate it, man. Accordingly, um, we're we're hand delivering them. Like we're taking them to the homeless. We'll literally be walking the streets until we have nothing left. Um, so please, anybody in Fredericksburg, Stafford, um, Spotsylvania area who's watching Caroline. You can donate them to me, and I will get them to him. Yeah, that way, you man. don't have to go all the way to Woodbridge. And this um, is gonna be. Sure. And if you' trying to come out, it'll be December twentieth. I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be December twentieth when we'll go. Um, just let me know that you're interested, and tell you everything else. The location that we'll meet up in, and because I live out DC, so it's already mm -hmm. I already be out there. So, <laughs> yeah, I hear but you. um, just let me know. Um, like I said, I thank you for having me, man. I thank you. This is dope. Y'all got the green screen, though. Like, that's <laughs> that dope. cool. Fredericksburg Public Access Radio definitely helps me out here. Hey, man. This is dope. Everybody out there, make sure you go subscribe to the Dope Academy podcast page on YouTube, where this will be streamed in two days. I mean, you'll be able to see it. Um, it'll also be on Spotify, iTunes, Google, and we just got recently added to iHeart. I'm working on Title for those of you who are Title um, followers. Um, and make sure you follow all of Chris's endeavors as well. Support us because we support you. Facts. Thank you. Bye-bye.